That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. It might even inspire us. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I'm doing well today, but I have not yet done my weekly review. A couple of uh, things took priority uh, that'll be today and maybe tomorrow. So I anticipate to have it done in the next couple of days, but I did not get a chance today. Me neither. I did not do my weekly review. I just have been super distracted this week, and um, I I just didn't do it. <laughs> so, so bye-bye streak, whatever streak there was. Let's turn to our regular feature, which is the weekly to-do. Let's bring the band in to kick it off. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, James, what was your weekly to do this week, and did you do it? My uh, weekly to do was to clear out my Dropbox and um, downgrade. Um, so I didn't have to resubscribe for another year. And I did that. So Ooh. I'm now at the free level of Dropbox. Um, ah. And uh, so far, I've been using uh, the iCloud drive sharing uh, mm -hmm. with you for this podcast and also with some other folks. And um, it's been working very well. So um, uh, we'll see how life life without uh, uh paid Dropbox account goes. Oh, the good for you. That I'm glad you did your weekly to-do. I did not do my weekly to-do this week, which was to um, corral uh, several clothing items that needed to be returned to the various um, online retailers who will take them back um, if I would just put them in the mail. Um, but Again, I was super distracted this week. So, uh, I did not do it. And so for next week's weekly to do, I'm just putting that right back on the list. How about you? Well, we're doing a little something the week of WWDC since we're not mm -hmm. doing a live show. Um, so I think by the time this podcast episode is out. It will be announced. Um, so we're doing uh, as many breakpoints as possible are recording separately. And uh, mm -hmm. we're putting together a video um, of uh, one of our favorite songs, the Leaky Song. And that will be – that's due to be released uh, Wednesday of WWDC uh, next week. So my weekly to-do is to do – <laughs> that um i think that might be the only to do i get done um okay. that's a lot of a lot of people sending in yeah. a lot of files <laughs> 
Well, it's a good uh, it's a good test run of your iCloud sharing uh, capabilities too. That's right. I might be like that uh, gentleman in in the movie Airplane. I picked the wrong <laughs> week to give up Dropbox. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Well, I I'm sure it will go well, and I'm looking forward to. First of all, getting my file in on time. So that's not even my weekly to do because I need to do that right away. And uh, looking forward to hearing the finished uh, song and seeing all my James Dempsey and the Breakpoints friends, even if it's remotely. So this week, um, a topic has come up for me, not what I was expecting, but certainly a topic not unfamiliar to listeners of this podcast is email. Uh, Email is one of the things that we focused on very early on when we first started the weekly review. Both of us had outrageous amounts of email in our email boxes and, you know, through various tools and just sheer dint of uh, persistence, we got them down to zero, and it was very exciting. Um, but that is not what this is about, getting down to zero. For me, this week, uh, starting on Monday of this week, and, and we're recording this on a Wednesday afternoon, I started to notice that my inbox was not showing me anything new. <laughs> And I thought, well, maybe people are busy. Uh, actually, I have noticed lately that I've done a good job of pairing my email, you know, the kind of uh, junk or semi-junk email that I don't really need. And so that's one thing. And also I've thought, I've, I have actually noticed that people are emailing me less and in general, uh, I don't know exactly why, but so I, I didn't give it too much thought until late Monday night. And I thought, well, that's not possible that I haven't had any email for over 12 hours in my inbox. But it was Monday night and I thought, oh, well, I'm just not going to deal with it right now because I'm, you know, I'm too tired to get myself all frustrated and and stressed about this. And the next day, it was the same thing. And I asked around, I asked some people to send me email to see if it came and it did not. And I was very perplexed because it was my entire inbox, you know, my, my amalgamated inbox of uh, the various email accounts I have, and they're not all on the same service. I thought something is very fishy here. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to email fast mail. Well, this is the trick is like if you're not getting email, it's hard to get support emails in return, but fast mail has a ticket system and I could follow the ticket online. And fast mail is the email provider that we use at micro.blog and they said, we don't really see any reason why you wouldn't be getting your email. So that was interesting, you know, data mm-hmm. point. 
But today I was talking to my micro.blog colleague Manton, because of course it's a it's a mutual concern if I'm not getting micro.blog email. And he he said something that like like tickled something in the back of my brain about plugins or something, and I said, Oh, wait a second. I just updated spam sieve, which is you know an old reliable mm-hmm. uh, spam uh, spam cleaning uh, app that I've been using forever. I don't even remember when I started using it. And, you know, there were some instructions when the, when the app updated that told me what to do. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what to do. And I thought I did it. And so I started digging into that. And what I realized is that, he, oh, yeah, Manton said, like, well, check your rules, you know, in Apple Mail. Mm-hmm. Because Apple Mail could be like grabbing stuff, and then it never gets to your... Because uh, it wasn't just my my Mac email. It was my iOS email. It was web email. I would try checking out the web mm-hmm. interfaces. And so... I, I was feeling, you know, quite like, oh, my Lord, it's everywhere. <laughs> but when I thought about the rules and I looked at the spam sieve rule, which is um, every email should go into a spam folder. It doesn't mean that every email will stay in the spam folder. You know, then the spam sieve plugin takes over and it looks at the spam folder and it sorts out the stuff that it thinks is spam and then puts the rest in your inbox. But unfortunately, what I hadn't realized is that my spam sieve plugin was not active. Ah. So all my email was going into a folder on my Mac that was called spam. And therefore the other services couldn't see it because it was getting swooped into that right away. So I'm very relieved <laughs> that I figured I, it out. <laughs> absolutely. It's so much better to know that it's just a misconfigured plugin as opposed to the entire world is shunning you completely. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, it brought up a lot of feelings for me. I would say on Monday, I thought, what if my email never comes back? Would I be that sad? <laughs> Because of course there is that um, that aspect of email that you know what if I didn't ever have to look at email again and just just left it alone. But pretty soon I realized that there are a lot of things that I would like to get mm-hmm. <laughs> in my email. Certainly notifications of things that I want to know about. And so yes, I. I did not just give up on it and say, oh, well, I don't get email. That's me. But it was, yeah, it was it was a moment definitely for like examining my email soul. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> one of the things I realized that uh, has been bugging me for a while is that um, of my four, I have four email addresses that I really don't see myself giving up. Uh, one is my personal uh, domain, my business name, wealthtemper.net. One is my 
Apple email, which is, you know, important for a variety of reasons. I have a Gmail address, you know, that I've had since Gmail launched. And if nothing else, it's a source of very interesting emails from around the world to people. I mean, from people who think mm-hmm. they know my email address, but there are other Gene McDonald's in the world. We talked about that on a podcast. And my microdot blog email, because, you know, business is business, and I I need to use that for for business purposes. Now, of those, the Gmail address obviously is hosted at Gmail, but also the welltempered.net address is hosted at Gmail. I I switched to that at some point. It was suggested, I guess, by DreamHost, which is my website host. So they don't offer email hosting at DreamHost. They just do website hosting. And they say, hey, sign up for this. And you can have your email hosted by Google. And I thought, okay, I'll do that. But it's always made me a little bit uncomfortable. So today I started the process of moving my welltempered.net email over to Fastmail, like a separate account for my well-tempered business. And I'm actually glad that I just finally bit the bullet and started looking into it because I thought it would be more complicated. And it, it may turn out to be that, but at least according to the help files over at Fastmail, it sounds pretty straightforward. And I'll just be happy to not have Google's fingers in my email, mm-hmm. uh, or at least, you know, only in my Gmail account, which of course I accept that that's a Google thing. So I don't know. What do you think? What's what's your email hosting situation? Um, well, I have one. I have my original Mac.com email address mm-hmm. um, that I got on day one. I guess it's 10 years old in January it was. Um, yeah. And uh, so that's hosted by Apple, and that's my personal email. And then I have uh, my Tapas software.net, my business email. And for a while, I think I had a hosting package with GoDaddy. Um, mm. And it just, but uh, it wasn't working. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. I switched it over when we were talking about using Maelstrom and SaneBox a lot mm-hmm. on our podcast two years ago. Um, and it was, it, their account didn't work with either of those tools. And mm-hmm. so, um, I switched over to Fastmail and I've been oh, incredibly happy with Fastmail. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So I've had Fastmail for two years. Um, uh, one of the things I really like about Fastmail is, um, like, well, it's fast. Um, but you can also <laughs> set up, they have, they have like a, Besides your own domain, which you can host there, they mm-hmm. also have this kind of very long list of domain names that you can make email aliases using. Oh, I didn't um, know that. And so, um, so you can you can make up aliases that maybe you use for you know subscribing to some newsletter or buy or for some product, and then you know because it comes into that address that somebody mm-hmm. sold your information. Um, 
let's see what else uh so yeah that's i and I really only have those two accounts and then i have i'm sure I have some gmail accounts mm-hmm. my gmail situation like in terms of my google accounts is just a mm-hmm. mess because i didn't get uh, like yeah i i don't even know what my <laughs> real i have like i have one for the break the james dempsey and the breakpoints has one and that's and then i just made a new one for my for the song that i just did so i can make it basically every time i want to make a channel on youtube i come up with a new Google identity. Mm. Um, so I have two. And then mm-hmm. I have some that's some James Dempsey thing that I don't even – I'm not even sure what it is. So, um, <laughs> But I don't get any mail there. And then um, – yeah, but it's really just those two. Try to keep yeah. it simple. Um, yeah. And I don't do anything like uh, spam sieve. Um, mm-hmm. And – yeah, sometimes like uh it's always the trade-off. Anytime you add a new tool into the mix, there's the opportunity for something to go wrong. Yeah. Um on the other hand, you've been using spam sieve for years and years and, you know, it's bit you yeah. once for a couple of days. Um Right. So, that's not so bad. Yeah, and you know, it was probably totally my fault. Um, you know, it's read the damn manual aspect of it. Once I actually went into their site and uh, read the manual about setting up the plugin, I was like, oh, yeah, let me check that. And then I was like, basically, forehead slap moment <laughs> of like, mm. uh, you know, that will make a difference. So... At least I figured out where all my email was going, and I could see it Absolutely. again. <laughs> now I have to sort it out, but that's okay. And another thing, you know, there's there's various ways of dealing with a- email, obviously. We have an email address for the Weekly Review. Say hello at theweeklyreview.fm if you ever want to uh, ask us a question or make a comment, that's where you go. And we set that up with our domain registrar as a forward to both of us. So it's not technically an email box. It's both of us get it. Um, Mm -hmm. So we don't have the ability to email people back from that domain, but I don't think that's an issue for what we're doing. On the other hand, so far. No. <laughs> oh, and you know, also say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. We also, besides comments and questions, adorable pet photos. Oh yeah, we would love Anytime. to get those. And if you <laughs> tell us it's okay, we'll even, we'll put them on the site. Why not? It, yes, uh, more pet photos that makes the world a little bit happier. I believe. Um, I know but... that's off topic, but. That's totally, no, it's totally on topic. We're talking about email and what we want to get. But um, when I started the podcast Voyager Revisited, I decided to make an email address. Uh, It's also a domain that I got um, from hover.com. But instead of just having it forwarded, since, you know, the podcast was going out sort of into the wide world where 
I thought I would like to be able to respond from that email address, which is cleverly, if I may say so myself, hail at Voyager. Sorry, hail at VoyagerCast.com. Oh, I like that. Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, I pay $20 a year to have that be functional in its own email box. And that's fine. And it's not on Google, it's on Hover's email, which doesn't have all the bells and whistles of a fast mail or some of the other email programs. But for the massive amount of email that I do not get for VoyagerCast, it's it's plenty. So I'm happy with that. But that reminds me, you know, it was kind of ironic that while I was dealing with this business of not getting any email, um, the folks at Basecamp launched their new email solution called Hey, which is H-E-Y, um, not H-A-Y like guinea pig food. And I purposefully did not get too deeply involved in, in following the story because, first of all, I was dealing with my own email problem, and I really didn't need a new email problem on top mm-hmm. of that. But also, um, you know, based on the comments I'd seen, the system as it's set up right now does not support custom domains. And I'm not really interested in having a email address that is, you know, me at someone else's domain.com right now, because been there, done that, and don't need that. Uh, you know, I have email addresses that I've used for decades, right? So, mm-hmm. but it is interesting that people are still trying to solve the email issue. And uh, I did, you know, think it, I, I mean, at some point, I'm gonna, you know, ask for an invite or whatever, rec- uh, to try it just to check it out and see what it does. But I, um, I, I don't know. Have you looked at it at all? Um, I've looked at it really very briefly. Um, yeah, I would, it, it looks like it does have some interesting features and workflow stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I don't use Gmail as one of their selling points is that, you know, you give up some privacy in your email because Gmail will, you know, it's not like there's a person reading it, but they process it with their their AI and what have you. Um, well, there might be a person reading it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but uh, so that's one reason I've never really used Gmail. Um, but um, yeah, for me, I had just spent – I just paid for another year of fast mail. And the system that I have is kind of working – pretty nicely for me. Some of their workflow tasks are things that I kind of already do, kind of pulling things out of my inbox, putting them into an action folder if there's something I need to respond to later, um, mm-hmm. putting them in a pending folder if it's something that, you know, I know I'm going to have to refer to in the next, I don't know, couple of days, week or so. Um, so for the most part, like I've already, I already have my way of doing a number of things that it it already that it does, um, yeah. And also with my system, it I can do that with with my Apple Mail with like it. 
it's not bound to a particular email address. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not useful and it wouldn't be useful to a lot of people. Um, I know there's a lot of excitement around it. Yeah. Also, for some reason, I like you think I'd be like, uh, like all out for the brand new things, but usually I, I like to just kind of hang back a little. Let other yeah. <laughs> people take all the early hits on something. Because um, I've been in the other side of it, and it's sort of like, well, yeah. you know, there's a lot of eager people willing to to flesh out the, the problems early on that might be there. So I'll I'll wait till I hear some reviews of, of actual use. Um, not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I haven't heard any bad things. Um, just I tend to... It tends to take a lot once I have a system set up to change systems. Yeah. If it's working, if it's working well, it needs to be a pretty significant boost to or a significant benefit to move to something else. Yeah. Because um, usually what I have is something I've spent a chunk of time already thinking about and refining. So. Yeah. Um, now, I, I know what you mean. And I uh definitely share those uh observations basically let other people be the guinea pigs and uh i will benefit from their experience and they enjoy that you know feeling uh and excitement of trying a new thing and i will benefit from that but so there's 20 um, features pointed out on the hey.com website. And I think they're all interesting. And I also think it's just interesting how there's still problems to be solved with email. And that the fact that we spent a lot of time over email in the early part of this podcast, um, back in, you know, a couple years ago, it's it's natural. It's because it, it's a really good way to communicate when it's good. So, mm-hmm. and when it when it's tedious and overwhelming, it's not good. And so, I I applaud the folks who made hay because they've been thinking about things obviously very seriously, and I appreciate them pushing the format further and at least making people question what they may have accepted as not fixable mm-hmm. all these years. I would love to see some of those enhancements <laughs> come to email in general. Um, yeah. I think that's uh, that's almost a uh, a risk, right? When you, for them, when you come out with something that's forward-looking like that, but there's a number of those features you could imagine somebody putting them into a standard email client. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to. I, I, have, <laughs> I have no. I have no desire to no. build an email client whatsoever. No. Um, that that way lies tears. <laughs> and and tearing out the the hair I have left exactly. <laughs> Well, do you have any other great email insights to share on this particular podcast, or should we wrap this up? Um, just that the only thing I would say is that I really am appreciative of doing this podcast with you. 
from the beginning, paring down from over 100,000 emails in my inboxes. Um, <laughs> today I'm having like a bad day. I'm at 32 messages in my inbox. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's so many. Um, <laughs> I'm So really uh, my email habits have changed dramatically but also the accountability of doing this podcast with you. So thank you for that, Gene. Well, you're welcome. And likewise, you have helped me and the podcast has helped me be a lot better about email, but still not quite there to perfection. So listeners, let us know if you have any email insights. If you're trying, hey, we'd love to hear how you like it or don't like it, or if it's helping you to decide to make uh, some tweaks to your own system. And uh, you can share it with us. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And as we said, you can email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps us find new listeners. It helps new listeners find us. And we just really like to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you got to do You'll think about them all 